So it's Monday, so you all know what that means. It's time for a delayed, a slightly delayed, we need to talk about ghosts. But it's a special one, it's a different one this week. So it is Monday when we're recording this, but I'm with Becca. Hello. And Becca's going to feature throughout, so deal with it. <laughs> um, so we've had a lot going on, so basically, um, as our patrons will be aware, I've had a bereavement in the family. So this morning, it's me uncle who's died, sadly. Um, this morning we've went and seen some family, we've had bits to do, so it's been um, a little bit hectic since we've returned from London, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, but we're going to do a normal episode, so it's just going to be done on the handheld, Becca's going to yep. be in it, Yeah. Um, I'm not going to sing out any Patreon names today, I will save them for next week, so if you've signed up to Patreon, your name still will be sung, and thank you very much, and if you wish to sign up to Patreon, you get Access to over, guess how many hours, Becca? How many? Over 200 hours worth. Get away! Yeah, of Patreon-only content. Oh my God, it's like 10 days. I know, largely solid, solid largely featuring you. Um, and you get two additional shows each and every week. One where I just ramble and one where... What, so there's over 200 hours featuring me? No, you feature on about like maybe 40% most... of it. I need to start getting paid for this. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I think you're doing all right. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, you get all that. And why not? And you support the show. And I sing your name, eventually. So head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Now, what we're going to do, and we're going to do the show as normal, just on the handheld. So what we're going to do right now is have a paranormal review. Right, this is the part of the show where I review something paranormal so that you don't have to, but I'm going to review something paranormal with the lovely Becca here. Hello, Becca. Welcome to the Paranormal Review. Thank you. Now, this is quite an unusual one because I don't consume a lot of paranormal things. You don't? Like films and that, they're often too scary for me. Exactly. I can handle a thriller, but I don't really like horrors. Exactly. But we both watched a film which is um, arguably... um, Well, it, it... it's kind of paranormal, yeah. but it's definitely a horror. Um, it's definitely a thriller horror. Yeah. The Actually, what persuaded me that it might be okay all for right for watch. me yeah, was the director, wasn't it? Yes, because it's a... M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I can never say that name. I might be saying it wrong, but... M. Night Shyamalan. Well, that's how I say it, but it could be wrong. Okay. Because I always... Anytime I say his name, M. Night Shyamalan, you know... When uh, at the end of Greece, a rama lama lama, a digga digga dong, dip up, dip up, dip up, shibbi dip up, dip up, shang shang, shang it about, but up, dip 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 When I say M Night Shyamalan, mm. I want to go into that. I don't okay. because okay. you'd look like a fucking fool. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, you would. Yeah, it just yeah. it's got a nice cadence to it. M Night Shyamalan, digga digga dip dip ram bam bam anyway. Yeah, there's um. I watched another film which isn't paranormal, but another film called Bro. Recently, yeah. I watched it on a plane. Unfortunately, you didn't see it. You'd have liked it. Um, I don't think you'd have watched it on your own, but you would have liked it if I put it on. Um, and it's 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 very funny for starts, yeah. but there's there's a scene in that where I, I won't kind of say anything to spoil it. But this um, so these two guys are dating, and one of them's meeting the other one's parents, 
And at one point they're they're in this restaurant and the things get a bit tense. But it's like a musical restaurant, you know, they like burst into song and stuff. Yeah. And at one point it is that song features like whip we whip but I and it's like they're having these arguments and then in the background they've got someone going like oh bam boo and it's it's really funny. It's a good film. Oh, oh there you go. There's a recommendation yeah. from Becca. Yes, that's a non paranormal review. Okay, but we did then watch Cabin in the Woods, is it called? Is it Knock on the Cabin Door? Knock on the Cabin Door. Oh, knock on the cabin. Knock on the cabin. Yeah, I it's think. a knock on the. It's definitely. It features the word knock. I think we should actually know what this is called. If we're going to it review it, it would be helpful. Yeah. Um. So I'll make sure in the title of the episode we put the real name of this film. I'm sure it's called. Let's see. Knock on the cabin. Yeah. Unless knock at the cabin. Knock at the cabin. But is that the What's right one? Called? Um, let me just check. Yes, the, knock yeah. at the cabin. Because the cabin in the woods is a very different film. It's a very different. Probably film. one that I would. Probably watch. one you wouldn't watch. But yeah. knock at the cabin. Yeah, it's an apocalyptic type of horror slash thriller. Now, when you do these reviews, how? Because this is a relatively new film. It's not like yes. brand new, but it's relatively new. What do you do? You avoid spoilers. I avoid spoilers. You... I I I avoid spoilers to try and give a brief outline of the synopsis. See, this is where, because you are... Terrible. Terrible at avoiding spoilers. Like, you literally just come out, you'll say, I won't spoil it, but... And then you dive in and spoil it. Yeah, okay. Like, you're terrible for it. Well, I won't do that. So how how much are we... Okay, so synopsis-wise, a family go on vacation to a cabin... Yeah. ...in the woods. Yeah. Um, A strange man... Mm Mm-hmm. Who's Dave Batista? Which by is the what way. got your attention. Yes, because he's a former WWE wrestling champion. Yeah. Um, walks out of the woods. He was good in that. He was an amazing actor. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. Better than The Rock, arguably. Mm. Um, who's another wrestler? Anyway. Uh, is that for my benefit? No, that's for anyone who's interested in re- acting oh, wrestlers. I know The Rock is a wrestler. Um, and he comes out of the woods and he says mm. to the daughter of the family, like, befriends her and says, mm. like, we've got to, we're here, me and my friends, to do something that we don't want to do. Mm. Now, go and get your dads because it's uh, it's like a gay couple with a daughter who was who on this holiday. And so, like, go and get your dads and tell them that we're going to, you know, we need to have a chat with them. And... It turns out that they, their group that have arrived at this holiday vacation, they believe that there's some sort, that they can stop the end of the world. Yeah. Or stop Armageddon. Yeah, so Armageddon is coming, but in order to stop it, the family needs to make a very difficult choice. To make a very difficult choice. And I think that's all in the trailer, so I think we're fine. That's all in the trailer, so we're fine. But in terms of acting, what, what would you have given the film out of 10 overall? Um, a solid 7.5. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I, I would say so, yeah. I thought it was very well acted. There's some really good actors in it. Mm. Um, there's a lady who we've seen in, um, I think she's a, a British actress, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think she's British. She was in. She was in this apocalyptic thing that we watched yeah. as well, wasn't Yeah, it? God, this is going back. What was that called? That was, um... Survivors, was it? Yeah. I think it was called Survivors. I think it was, yeah. She played like an MP in that, didn't she, or something similar? Or yeah, she ended so there up was becoming thing... an MP or or a, a leader. Yeah, so there was a it was a like a post apocalypse thing with um it's set in the UK yeah. unusually um with it was like really a, good yeah it was very good with a virus that kind of raged and she at one point had set up like a a government 
A proxy government. Well, no, not a proper government because it was just a, a little... a proxy government. Yeah, but it wasn't a UK-wide government. It was just a little community. Yeah, so like... isn't that what proxy means? Like a, like, a, like a makeshift government? But government suggested it was for the whole country. It wasn't. It was just for her little community. Okay, yeah. So I mean. she was a town leader. She was leader. a leader yeah. of a little community. Yeah. But anyway, she, she was, was very good in it, wasn't she? she yeah. She like acted out of her skin. Yeah. She was amazing. Rupert Grint was in it. Rupert Grint was in it. And mm-hmm. if you want to see Rupert Grint as in like Harry Potter's little sidekick yeah. in a, like um, a nasty role, mm-hmm. like it was surprising that he could play that character, but that was yeah. very well done. Yeah. But um, it's very good because it's it, what I find found was good about the film is that you think when you hear this almost cult mm. that's arrived, when you hear their proclamations of what's going to take place, you think, nah, mm. no way. And then... I know you go into spoilers. No, no, no. And then, like, for example... I can see you there. No, hold on. I'm saying this and I'll say no more. The, the family <laughs> failed one task and something happens which the cult have said would happen if you fail the task. That's a spoiler. But it's not. It but, is. But That's a spoiler. That is not. the definition of a spoiler. Anyway, it makes... You it, think one thing's going to happen and then what happens is actually this and you've detailed yeah, what happens. But if, That's a spoiler. This is why yeah, you're so bad at them. But if anyone's watched the M. Shamanam... Sham, uh, if anyone's watched one of his films, they know there's going to be that sort of twist. But yeah, but they don't know exactly one sort of twist, and they don't know that, yes, and you have spoiled but it. But that's very early on in the film, and I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is that... See, it, see, guys, you see what I mean about what I'm saying? I won't spoil it, but this is exactly what happens. But what I mean is, is that you go from thinking, oh, I, yeah, to immediately, pretty early on, thinking, hold on. Mm. And then uh, and you, you keep that throughout. I mean, the... Um... Like, I think the film's been out for over 20 years now, so I think the statute of limitations has passed on... Um, Sixth Sense. That, yeah, on the Sixth Sense. But you are exactly the kind of who would say... Like, you'd be like, I won't spoil it for you, I won't spoil it for you, but all I'm saying is, when you watch if you know that they're all dead, the kid sees dead people, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, it was so... It was so... It's like you can't help yourself from saying it. No, no, no. No, I think I've done pretty well there, because I haven't spoiled... I think you haven't, I think because you have spoiled the first thing. You have spoiled the first thing, that's the entire point. Anyway, anyway, I would strongly suggest if you're into that sort of... If what you've said makes you think, oh, I wasn't going to watch it, but I'll watch it, do give it a watch. Yeah, I think it was worth it. I think it was a very good film, um, because... And he always, he does this, he does... Like, we watched Old, that's one of his films, isn't it? Old was different, yeah. Old was very different, um... But again, I think didn't it? It got a bit of a slate, I think. Old. I thought it was quite like good. It, yeah. yeah. Although we do find any films that get a slate, and we tend to like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah, I just I'm more. Okay. Well, anyway, there you go. For knock at the cabin, for mm. me, it's two thumbs up to the sky. How many thumbs up would you give it, Becca? And where would? You, how many thumbs have you got? Oh, is that is that it? So you. So, so your reviewed... scale is zero to two. Yeah, and then, but it's also it's also where you place the thumbs. God, there's no room for nuance there. Is there? It is, it is, because it's where you place the thumbs. They could be, it's two thumbs, put the pretty low down, or it's, it's one thumb and it's halfway up, you know. But this one, it's two thumbs to the sky. I'd suggest you go and watch it. Where would your, how many thumbs and where would they be? Um, Two thumbs, chest height. Two, there you go. Pretty, so all in all, a pretty good review. <laughs> so uh, to, to, in total, it's four thumbs... Two of which are up, two of which are chest height, for Knock at the Cabin. <laughs> so complex. What a ridiculous way of doing it.
Okay, so that brings us to us my favourite part of the week. I mean, apart from when we, of course, do your Reddit Corner show. What? You have another favourite part of the week? They're all isn't my, favorite, my Reddit Corner? all my favourite parts of the week. Oh, I've always been flattered every time you've said, and my favourite part of the week, Reddit Corner, and I thought it was true, but it turns out you've been, you say that to all the girls. <laughs> so, yeah, I do, yeah. All the girls I have on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I only come down to, it's a good job you don't listen to the show. You know, <laughs> know. You'd be mortified. <laughs> Um, so we do have a listener story that's been sent in, which I'm going to read out. Um, and it's come in from Darren and it's his second time that he's sent a story in. Okay. And he writes, hello, Kevin. Hello. He doesn't say hello to you or the neighbor's cat. Well, but, uh, we won't say hi then either, will we? Neighbor's cat. Uh, and, but I'm sure, I'm sure he thought it. He says, long time listener, second time emailer. I have a few more spooky happenings from me, my girlfriend, my four-year-old daughter, and her mum. Confused yet? Yes, I am. Including everyone on your side, then, are we, Darren? Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the beginning of the stories. I'll start a good few years ago. My daughter's mum has an older child who used to frequently see a man at their front door. She drew him, and he looked to be in a suit with a top hat and a shaggy beard. She was terrified of him and would often be too scared to go near the front door where he stood. There you go, so that's part one. Mm-hmm. Fast forward several years later, and my daughter had woken through the night and wandered into the living room to get her mum. The house was empty other than the both of them. My daughter pointed to the corner of the room and asks who the man with the hat is, giggles, and is clearly made of stern stuff. Oh, so she was alright with him. So she was all right with them, yeah? I mean, so... See, but this is the thing. Would you say... Like, if a child walked in here now, because we're both adults, uh-huh. and if they'd done the same, do you think they'd laugh because they, they know they're safe because we're here? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you must know Kevin and Becca if you're stood in the corner wearing a hat. Do you think that's what the child would think? I don't know. You can still be scared of someone in the presence of people you trust, can't you? Yeah, but if they're like a... There's blood dripping from the mouth and they've got an axe or something. But if they're just wearing a hat, hello, little girl. That would be creepy. Well, that would be creepy. Yeah. You've got this, speaking of which, you've got this, before I carry on with Darren's email, you've got this thing where you think I say daddy. Because <laughs> you do say daddy. I don't, I, I you once. don't regularly say, no, it's been twice. It's been once. It's been twice. I once slipped up <laughs> and called Father's Day, Daddy's Day. And since <laughs> then, she thinks I, like, I call oh, me no, dad, we, daddy. Yeah, you said something and it was like, oh, oh yeah, oh it's, yeah, yeah, Sunday, because that's daddy's day, isn't it? <laughs> and I was howling. Yeah, but since yeah. then, you... I think it has been twice, I can't remember the second one, I know it's been twice. And you, always, and you also, like, always think I, I was about to slip up and say daddy, <laughs> and I go, I wasn't. You you were about to say daddy then. It's because the other day, you didn't say me dad, you just said dad something, and I thought... And I, you were about to say daddy then. Because no, <laughs> you don't daddy. say me daddy, you say daddy or me dad. And daddy. you would have said me dad. And the fact that you didn't say me, it means that you were going no, to say daddy. It was it was a slip up when I said daddy's day, obviously. Because I'm not five and I'm, I'm not a, a posh 30 year old. So there's no way I said daddy. Except apart from that time you said daddy. Apart from that time I said daddy's day. Yeah. Anyway, where are we? My most recent experiences have come in my flat. The first one came whilst in bed trying to get to sleep beside my girlfriend when we both heard various noises right beside us. 
coughs and incoherent words spoken by a male voice. We both heard them as if they were right beside us. That's a bit weird. Coughs is interesting, because what have ghosts got to cough about? Well, it might not be, like, a sentient ghost. It might just be, like, um, you know, a replaying spirit. Like, I wonder if anyone's ever heard a ghost sneeze. I would, I would assume they are. Well, why? Because you've got nothing to sneeze at. Sneezing is like a, a, a reflex, isn't it? Yeah, you... but it, it might be a replay. Like a, a residual, not a res- yes, a residual haunting, like a replaying of a sneeze sound. Like if you a, remember Rent-A-Ghost, like Mrs. A... Popoff used to sneeze and disappear. Brilliant. I do not remember that. Oh, you're too young. You mean like stone tape? Stone tape theory, theory yeah. yeah. Well done, you. <laughs> Fucking hell. Look <laughs> at you pulling stone tape theory out your backside, <laughs> honestly, God. I thought we wouldn't phrase it like that. Didn't just say Anyway, he continues. Last night, I was lying in bed and had a similar experience. I heard a child coughing right next to my bed. A breeze drifted over me and there was a knocking sound behind my headboard. I thought nothing of it and tried to get to sleep until I felt something dripping onto my forehead. I sat up and wiped my head, but there was nothing there. What do you make of that? That's a bit weird. You're acting like you've seen a ghost now. What's, what's... Sorry, no, the, the neighbour's cat has seen another cat. And she's all alert. Oh, she's, oh right, okay. Um, so she's seen a ghost. Yeah, so what's we felt something dripping. He heard a child cough right yeah. next to his bed. Yeah. A breeze drifted over him and there was a knocking sound behind his headboard. But then, to be fair to Darren, he says, I thought nothing of it and tried to get to sleep. <laughs> Fuck off, Darren. <laughs> I would not be thinking nothing of it. Yeah, I would I mean... definitely be like, go and get the yellow pages. Look under P. I mean, did it, I think he said at one point they were in a flat, didn't he? Yeah. So, you know, that hearing coughing in a flat is not unusual. No, I suppose. Uh, it depends yeah, on the thickness yeah. of the walls. But a breeze to go over him and knock it on the headboard is a different mm. kettle of fish. Anyway, he does continue. I'm a bit of a sceptic, so I'm trying to rationalise it. Was I drifting off and imagining these things, or have I moved from one haunted house, in brackets, the story I told about Dorothy when living at Mum's, to a flat where activity seems to come and go. I've seen shadows at night as well. None are clearly coming from outside. I'm three flights up. Not sure how to rationalise that. Anyway, thanks for reading. Hope you had a wonderful WrestleMania weekend, Kev. Cheers, Darren. Well, Darren, thank you for asking about WrestleMania. I haven't had a wonderful WrestleMania weekend, as I mentioned earlier. Lots going on. I haven't even caught any of it. I annoyingly caught a glimpse of a spoiler. Yeah, uh, so I've got two nights of WrestleMania to watch, mm. and I know two results, right? Which are annoying. One of which is the fucking main event. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you know the actual, like the actual I'd... result of that? Or... Yeah, yeah. But I've seen a photograph, basically. Oh. But I don't know why. So there could be a story, a nice tease as to why. So mm. anyway, but Darren, thank you so much for your email. And it's an interesting thing what you said at the end there about was you just drifting off? Was it like a hypnagogic state? Because as I've mentioned before, I've experienced, we've mentioned it recently, where a lad I used to work with walked through a wall during one of my training sessions because mm. I was in a hypnagogic state. I've also been in a hypnagogic state and seen notorious UK murderess Louise Woodward, who was known in the 90s for shaking a baby to death, stood by the side of my bunk bed whilst in a hypnagogic state. So... 
Have you ever experienced anything hypnagogic wise? Um, I was napping the other day and I nearly asked you out loud if you wanted sauce with that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And I just say it and I thought, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. And oh, by the way, a few people have asked if um, I saw a gimp during Hamilton. <laughs> um, in reference to the fact of when I was again in fell asleep watching all my sons the theatre production and uh, was in a semi-hypnagogic state mm-hmm. and Bill Pullman stepped out onto the veranda and a gimp was behind him and I asked Becca about why the gimp was there yeah, later <laughs> and she said did you fall asleep and I was like possibly so people have asked we went to watch Hamilton when we went to London mm-hmm. last weekend um no, I, I stayed awake throughout. I'm because sure, it was excellent. Because it was excellent. And I saw no gimps. I think you got quite into it, didn't you? I did get quite into it. We also went to the British Museum, interestingly. And we found... Our Patreons know this already. But we found a load of occult items. We went to Watkins as well, and to Treadwells, to yeah. occult shops. Occult bookshops. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the British Museum, we found a display which contained the personal artefacts of one John Dee. Now, if you know your business, you know who John Dee is. John Dee, it was um, an astrologer to one of the royals back in the day. I think it was Elizabeth I. But on the, so he was paid by the royal family to say, like, tell us when to go to war. You know, Elizabeth I was Henry VIII's daughter. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Um, but and Anne Boleyn's daughter. And, and Anne Boleyn's daughter too, really. I did not know that. Anyway, but on the side, he used to do things like necromancy, like try and raise the dead. Um, and he was a very, very big occultist, like into Enochian magic. Anyway, they had a scrying mirror, an obsidian scrying mirror, which belonged to him. They also had a wax seal with lots of like demonic carvings within it. It was a dead good exhibition. Mm-hmm. So I took some photographs and said to Becca, I hope I haven't just cursed myself. And then we thought... Seems to be damaged. And your uncle was away. already twinging, and your uncle had nothing to do with the scrying mirror. Well, that's very true, but I'm just saying it was a bit of a coincidence. Yeah, it, it was. A, I mean, was it? Is it even barely a coincidence? Your foot was already twinging, so it can't possibly be in that because it started days before. Well, that's true. Um, so, superstitious anyway, little thing. I am a superstitious little thing. So, anyway, it's about that time in proceedings where we once again take a trip to, well, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. I've been here all along. The whole podcast has emanated from that dark, dreary, lovely and bright and breezy Becca's Reddit Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Hello, Becca, and thank you for inviting <laughs> us into your corner. You're very welcome. We didn't have to move very far, did we? No, we did not. Um, have you been? <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been alright. What have you been doing the last 20 minutes? Um, just just chilling, mainly. Really? Yeah, Hamilton was dead good, wasn't it? Hamilton was dead good. It, it changed your perception. To, I don't think you were expecting it to be as good as it was. I you? didn't expect yeah, it to be so. as good as it was. It was excellent, actually, mm-hmm. in all fairness. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and one of the, the good things is you managed to get box tickets, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, so we got a box. Um, it was allegedly a restricted view. Yeah, because some of them, so, you know, as you might expect, some of them are very expensive. But in fairness, the prices do vary wildly between very expensive yeah, yeah. and not that expensive. Um, and about third or fourth price, I think, were the boxes, which I was surprised at. I thought they would have been the very top price. Um, but looking at it, it said 
something like um slight restricted view like you might not be able to see the balcony on the stage um yeah. and reading the reviews kind of people said oh they barely use the balcony and if you lean forward you kind of can see it yeah um so i thought oh no we'll go for that because i thought a box would be a lot more comfortable you know the yes. only seat four and that you know obviously we'd be two of them in there thought it just you know a bit more space it's easier to get to the bathrooms easier to get to the bar kind of thing so we booked the box and it was brilliant wasn't it it was amazing and it came it turned out come with a butler came with a butler I mean, when we say butler, don't, you know... It came with table service. It came with, yeah, it was a lady yeah. who came in and said, yeah. I'll take your drink orders, basically. Yeah. And she brought us drinks. But they referred to them as a butler, not yeah. us. Well, not she like, referred to herself as a butler. Yeah, all. she was like, hi, yeah. I'm your butler for the night. Yeah, it was great, because as we came in, because like a little nerd, I'd ordered this merchandise package bag, at night yeah, with, a, yeah. like, with a little bag. Um, so as we went in, the tickets getting scanned, I said to the lady, oh, where do I pick this up? And she said, so you do it right, you go down the stairs. And then she said, oh, one second, no, you're in a box, aren't you? And I said, yes. She said, in that case, you just ask your butler for it and they'll bring it to you. And I was like, oh, wow, this sounds so exciting. Yeah. And then we got there, we met our butler and we loved her, didn't we? She was very yeah, good. Yeah, she was good, very good. And uh, Yeah, super So um, she wouldn't accept a tip, so we had to pretend to find money on the floor and pass mm-hmm. it to her and give her a big wink as we don't sell. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, none of that's paranormal, but we are going to talk about something from Reddit, as we do in your corner. And this is the story I've chosen for you. As per usual, I've not pre-read it, so it could be awful grammar, it could be awful anything. It's only four hours old. Right. And it's called... Well, you can do the reading. Thank you. That's why you're here. Okay. Okay. Uh, This story is titled, My Experience with a Violent Ghost. Wow. It is. So the backstory of this story, great start, is me and my mates are having, hanging out having a sleepover. We stayed up late and decided to see if a ghost was real. So we agreed to go to a haunted location called Ararat. Ararat, yes. Which is a ghost town in the Victoria region in Australia. Wow. This place is considered to be the most haunted town in VIC, presumably Victoria, Victoria. yeah. Although I don't believe that before we went. But I already had a suspicion that ghosts are real, but I decided to see if a ghost is real. Go and experience the haunting yourself. This is going to be difficult to read. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I love it. Right. So next day, I'm just going to read it exactly as it is, okay? So next day, we drove two hours to go to Arat. The place we investigated was the infamous Aradale Asylum which, if some sources is to be believed, was the most haunted asylum in Ararat. How many asylums oh, were yeah, there yeah. for there to be a most haunted? <laughs> no, it's the fourth most haunted yeah. asylum in, in Ararat. Yeah. So we got the ghost equipment, such as a ghost box, REM pod, UV REM light, pod. EMF reader, and all the other essential ghost equipment. Sorry, what? just having a sleepover, and we decided to see if ghosts are real, and you had all of this equipment yeah, yeah. conveniently. I, mean, fair, I don't have all of that equipment. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I great. You gonna, I was just going to say, oh, great, nice one. I am going to get onto the Amazon next thing. immediately. Yeah. Um, and all the other essential ghost equipment, nice and big, and waited till night by chatting theory in chess. When it was midnight, we went into the building with temps and EMF. My friends had the other equipment, we stayed there for 30 minutes until violence, with a capital V, stuff started to happen. Ooh. We heard a plate shatter upstairs and we dismissed it as old relics, but it got stranger, such as my friends smelled something horrible. We yet again dismissed it oh, as, oh, really, as really rotten food until my second friend. By the way, I don't want to reference them as friends, so I'm going to call them Kevin, Jeff, Notch and Squid. 
Why would they be the names you give them? Kevin, Jeff, Notch and Squid. He doesn't want to use the name. He yeah. doesn't want to keep saying my friends. So it's Kevin, Jeff, Notch and Squid. Them four. Yeah. Kevin, Jeff. Fair enough. I'm a Kevin. Well, I don't know. It, it, the way it's written, it might be Kevin, Jeff, Notch. And Squid. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I don't think... <laughs> Come I up mean... with a name for this guy. All right, Kevin, Jeff, Notch. <laughs> <laughs> there's, well, there's no commas. So no, there's four of them. Kevin I, Jeff. That's how I initially read it. Kevin Jeff Notch and Squid. But what it, the Notch and Squid look like. <laughs> but it's probably Kevin Jeff Notch and Squid. Notch but and this squid. is like one of your stories because you're Kevin and you always talk about a Jeff. I do, yeah. Mm. I'm, 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 Newton Notch and Squid <laughs> land. Like yeah. Um, so Squid got touched by a really hot finger, as he describes it, and we started to panic, but stayed calm since ghosts want fear. Ah. So another thirty minutes went by. By the way, we were really deep in the asylum and Jeff's equipment started to go off. REM pod got touched and music box started to sing. Fair so enough. we found ghost activity and decided to get out of there. But Jeff got scratches on his back and Kevin was thrown like a toddler into a wall and injured his back. Uh, that's a bit of a concise reference. Maybe we need to phone the police there. How did he hit the wall? Just like a toddler would hit a wall? How do you know what that's like? Um... Kevin was 95 kilograms, so overweight, sorry. Fair enough, poor Kev. <laughs> um, what was Squid like? <laughs> um, and was thrown across the room, and then we bolted. And after five minutes of running, five minutes of running, how big's this place? <laughs> five minutes of running, Notch was thrown so far and aggressively, he slammed headfirst into a wall and was knocked out. At this time, all the equipment started to blur, so after five minutes of running, we got out of the asylum, hopped into the car and got out of there. So these people are old enough to drive, do you reckon? Yeah, I noticed nothing happened to Squid. Okay. After the experience, we went to the hospital and got back up to health. What convalescence after (laughs) all. Right. I got huge bruises all across my back and legs. Jeff got scratches on his back. Not was in a coma for three weeks, but was okay. And Squid got a permanent fingerprint on his back. Permanent fingerprint? We explained what happened to the nurse, wow. but she thought we were mentally insane, because that's how she'd phrase it, I expect, yeah, yeah. and sent us to a psychologist. After 30 days, we were still frightened by that experience that we swore never to talk about it again. Everyone was healed and back to normal, now I believe in ghosts. Thanks for listening. Listening, interesting way of putting it when he's written it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and it sounds fake, but our experiences was real. We won't be sending out videos and pictures of the stuff because we like our privacy. Thanks for the understanding. Posting and again, on Reddit. And again, thanks for listening. Um, if you Please excuse my spelling and mistakes. If you have any questions, I will answer if reasonable. If reasonable. If reasonable. What an unusual way of phrasing it. And it's also, it's, a, it's an interesting one, that. I mean, because we haven't given out the name of the person whose story it was, and we won't. Mm. Um, and they've used pseudonyms for the people involved. Yeah. Um, so it remains a private affair, but does I mean, it sound... But, I mean, can someone have a permanent fingerprint? I would argue not. I would argue right, so... photo evidence of that is needed if you're going to make such a bold claim. So, Squid got touched by a really hot finger and had the permanent fingerprints on his back. Fine. Kevin was thrown like a toddler into the wall and hurt his back. Um, Notch was knocked out unconscious. Notch was thrown so far as he yeah, sent head first into the wall. And, I mean, 
Someone being in a coma for three weeks is huge, yeah, right? It is That's huge. like a massive life event. Yeah, yeah. That he's casually thrown in there. Uh, he's first of all said, I got bruises across my back and legs. Jeff got scratches on his back. Well, uh, not squid again. Squid got a permanent fingerprint on his back. Oh yeah, yeah. Squid ink that. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And... I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, we're being we're being purposefully jovial about the event, but it's because of how it's described. It's because it's a work of fiction. Do you think? Do you honestly think it's a work of fiction? Fair enough. Do you want to see the answer real? I. I believe that they went there and they've experienced something. I mean, it could be real. It could be real. Somebody. Could... This was not written by someone who's old enough to drive. Would you say so? That's what. That's my opinion. It's a good opinion. Yeah, as long as we're saying it's your personal opinion, you're entitled to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have no facts around that, but that's my opinion. Yeah. I mean, also, just they lost me. They lost me a few times. They very much lost me at. We were just hanging out, having a sleepover, and decided to see if a ghost was real. And then took out all of this multiple ghost hunting apparatus. Yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah, that is a bit... Ghost box, REM pod, UV lights, EMF reader, and then vaguely, and all the other essential ghost equipment. What does that mean? Like, you know, your average person... Yeah. And as you know, my knowledge of the paranormal has come on leaps and bounds... But I like what else does that mean? I don't know exactly what, what all the other essential ghost equipments. What are you talking about? Like that's you. I mean, can, I would only imagine a digital recorder and a camera. But like, if you say to someone, um, or we took like the essential camping equipments, people roughly know you're going to need a tent, yeah. that kind of thing. All the other essential ghost hunting equipment, you yeah, know I, that people don't know what that no, is. I know, yeah, and also, but I, I do agree with you there. For it, it's like making the statement. We decided to see if we would be any good at hunting. So I pulled out my rifle scope, my camouflage gear, mm. and my hunting net. And you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and my other essential hunting gear. Like, yeah. You can't say we decided to see if X, as in like it's the first time we th- we came across the thought. Yeah, exactly. Like, why have you got all this stuff? Like, yeah, what do you yeah. mean you wanted to see if a ghost was real? That's not a casual. Hey, do you reckon ghosts are real? Yeah, I don't just know what a you sleepover. reckon. Yeah. Why don't we go to this haunted place and see? You won't believe this. I've got a ghost box. You've <laughs> <laughs> got a REM pod here. Yeah, yeah, my freezer and everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it makes for an interesting story. And you know what? You know what does give me an element of belief in it? Mm. It's almost, it, it's vagueness. Uh, like, as in, like, the fact it's short. The fact it's like, you know, if you were going to make up a story. Oh, that's short. Yeah, but if you're going to make up a story, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think there's an air of belief. I think... I think it's 60% true. I think a group of teenagers have the equipment, they class themselves as ghost investigators, they've went to this asylum, they've experienced noises, somebody has ran into a door and knocked themselves out cold, they have maybe had to go to hospital or take that guy to hospital, and the rest has been a bit elaborated, I think. That's my opinion. Um, It's not often you hear about a ghost touch... Being very hot, no, well, it, cold. No, no, it is actually. It's a. Uh, it is actually. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's a common misconception that. No, it's a common misconception that although you do have many well, stories, I haven't heard of it. No, well, you hear many stories where people say, and suddenly the temperature dropped. Yeah, exactly. Or I felt a cold spot. Or yeah, but um, like uh, almost contradicting that, 
in places of alleged demonic activity, it's known for the heat temperature to rise. Okay, well, I haven't heard that often. Okay, well, there you go. Another, another, there's another feather in your paranormal cap. Mm. So if somebody says, it couldn't have been a ghost because it was really warm, you can step in and say, well, actually. We'd say, actually, well, actually it's likely to be a demon then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can give them that joyful news. Yeah. I've got some good news for you. Mm. I mean, even things like the most haunted asylum in... In the town of Arras. Yeah. Like, yeah. How many asylums are there? Yeah. yeah. How many haunted asylums are there for this to make the most <laughs> the haunted? The most haunted, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fair point. Yeah, there are a lot of holes in the, in, in the story. But, like a block of Swiss cheese. Yes. But that was Reddit Corner with Becca. Yeah. Thanks. Well, that's how I say it. Oh, go on then. Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. You're very welcome. Is that what you say? That doesn't feel right. I should be saying thank you. Yeah, you should be saying thank you, but I, I'm saying thank you to the listeners, not to you. Oh, okay. Mm. All right, so well. you can thank me. Thanks, Becca. <laughs> You're welcome. There you go. And thank you guys for visiting Reddit Corner. They all just said in unison, thanks, Becca. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. God, You're really struggling with this. I really am. You wouldn't think it was a human being rather than a human doing. Anyway, guys, that wraps it up for this week. Thank you. I know it's been a bit of a strange one, but, you know, life is strange It's and it's... It's got in our way this week, should we say. And, um, but as always, we deliver the goods. Don't know why I said that aggressively. That Yeah, it was, it was a bit aggressive, yeah. You know what they say, the paranormal podcast must go on. Exactly. The pee-pee, 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 and tatty bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.